Welcome to Dorfini. This is Saratova Best. Um, Parshas Matas Mate, but today is Rosh Chodesh of the beginning of the nine days. It's never a simple time, although supposed to be a miraculous time. So what is it really? So it turns out that um, it's the passing, it's the day, it's the yard site of Aaron Because, at, at, well, let's say this. One of the chidushim, one of the important things is that in the Tyra you don't usually find these things out. It's not like all these days of passing of the Avais and etc. are always mentioned. They're not. So it's really strange that here one individual is chosen, Aaron and on his, for him we find out in the Chumash itself his day of passing. So we could say, it says, It's the fifth month and the first day of the fifth month. This is the fifth month. So obviously his whole Avaida is summed up today on Rosh Chodesh Av. And therefore, everything that he achieved is all packed in this day. Now I'm going to tell you that from speaking to different people today, everybody seems to be angry. So I guess there's a strong light we've been saying recently that when there's a really strong light and there's not enough of the vessel, it will usually create that. It will create people are upset and they're angry and they're this and they're that because, you know, you take a bunch of hot tea and it's pouring anyway. And you only have one little cup and then it just starts going over the cup and over the cup. Not a good situation. Not a great situation. So... So we know that today is a, a day of very great light. But let's see what it's about. It's really not about anger. It's about peace. Because the Indian of Aaron whose day is today, is, When they saw, when all the people, all the Yidin in the Midbar saw that Aaron had passed away, so they cried for him. They mourned him for 30 days. Everybody. Hanashim, Hanashim. Everybody mourned him. Why? Because his unique quality was, we know, right, peace. Right of Shalom, umet alava. It says in the Mishnah, I have Shalom, but right of Shalom, I have Sabriya's He loves peace. And what, what should we do to emulate him? Love peace, run after peace, love the creations, and bring them close to Tyra. And it's interesting that in the Chumash, after that, right after it describes him and says that it, today is his day, it says, Vayishma Kanani, the Kananim found out. They heard that Aaron was was gone on some level. And for them, everything changed. Because they understood that the clouds of glory were now gone. Now, what are these clouds of glory? These clouds of glory, it's like the sukkah, or the sukkah is like, you know, a remnant of the clouds of glory. When you sit in the sukkah, everybody sits together. It's just one piece. It's not, the emphasis is not on distinctly you or me, but the emphasis is on us as a group. So, this is what Aaron did. He would create peace where it was pretty difficult to make peace. Everybody knows he would go to what, he would go to one person and say, you know, that person that you're not getting along with, 
they really they 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 really miss you so much. He would say, "Really? You sure? Oh yeah, he really misses you so much." Did he really say he missed him so much? Maybe not. But Aaron Akain would say it anyway. And so then the second one would say, well, if so, okay, so I'll reach out to him. And then they would reach out to each other, each one thinking that the other one missed the other one so much, and peace would be achieved. And it was kind of a slight twisting of the basic truth, but it created peace, and then it created its own energy. So these clouds of glory that came in the merit of Aranakayan, they are unifying clouds. They put us all in one sukkah. They put us all as one group, just one piece. When you're just one piece, you can't be angry at yourself. I mean, you can, but but you're one unit. These clouds of glory would make us into one unit, and they came with Aranakayan. And when he left the world, they left too. So, what does it have to do with Aaron and Nicole Avida? The Mila of the advantage of Ananiya Kavit. What was special about these clouds of glory? Because we had a few things in the desert in the midbar. We had three things that were miraculous: clouds of glory, Ananiya Kavit, the Mon, the Manna, and the uh, the Air Miriam, the Well of Miriam. So what was special about the clouds of glory and Anaya Kavit? I mean, for one thing, the man and the mayim and the water, they were given to everybody in the schos of Maishar Benuin and Miriam. But the man was given in a certain measure. You got your amount. You got a certain amount. The water it wasn't really an exact amount of water, but it came in a way that it was each each tribe and each person got their portion. The stone, the 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 air mirror, and the stone of mirror, the stone would travel with them. It would stop when they stopped. It would stop in a certain place, rest there. Each shaven, each head of shaven would take his staff, his stick, and draw a line from the stone of Miriam all the way to where his shaven was camping, and it would create a river of water, and everybody had water. So everybody got their own channel of water. So that's the idea. Everybody gets their own channel. And the same thing. Every tribe got their own channel of water. With the man, every person got their own portion of man. But when it came to Ananiya Kava, the clouds of glory, they're very, they're surrounding us. They're on a level that's higher than can be divided into separate channels, separate people. They made us one piece. The water and the mun made us realize I'm separate from you. I get my water, you get your water there. I get my mun, you, my manna, my mun, you get yours over there. The clouds said, no, not I, me, you, we get separately. On the contrary, one piece, we're one piece. And that's what it's all about. How can you how can you pursue peace? It's too hard unless intrinsically people are one. Pardon the pun. Peace, one unit. The nekuda of achdusanos, the nekuda of oneness, the nekuda on which we are one one unit to begin with. It just was fortified 
by, by Aaron Akain and opened up and extended. And you see it even in Aaron's name. And again, we're saying today is his day, Rosh Chodesh of. Aaron is Aleph He Resh Nun. So Har, Aharon, so Aleph and Nun, uh, sorry, He and Resh, Aleph, Aleph He Resh, Nun. He and Resh is love, Ava. Har. Okay. Um, and then you put an Aleph in front of it. This, which shows on the source of Abba. The Aleph comes before Har, um, Har. The source of love comes from the level of, of Pele. From a wondrous level. And therefore the Abba is Abba Rabba. And that's the difference between Avram Avinu and Aaron Akain. They both represented Chesed and Abba. But the Midah of Chesed and Av of Avram was limited to inside of this world. The Midah of Chesed and Av of Aaron is above this world, outside of this world, from a different frequency, so to speak. And the, what is Ava Rabba? Where do we see it? We see it in the letters Aharon Aleph Hey. Rosh Ahava. And Rosh and the Resh is Raba. And the Nun is Nun Pshuta, shows on bringing it, drawing it down, 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 down. Look at the shape of the Nun all the way down. Even to people, even to Yidden, who are on a very low level. They're like the letters. There's certain letters in the Aleph base that go below the line. Langanun, Langachaf, Lang, you know, a few of those. Langachaf. They go below the line. Kuf. Because, and it's important to know, in letters of the Aleph base, there are three different shapes of letters. They're the ones that go above the line, like uh, Tzadik. It goes way up above. They're ones that are just inside the line, like a Hay or an Aleph. You know, when you're learning, when you're first learning to write as a child, they have those notebooks that have the thin lines and then the thicker lines. So if you do an aleph, it's, it has to be exactly inside the two lines. But if you're writing a tzaddik, it already goes up above the, the top line. So there are those two kinds. In the lines, higher than the lines, and then the ones that go below the lines. Those are the three kinds of aleph base, of letters. So... Um, and how does it correspond to us? Different kinds, you know, different ways of being. And we could really say in in life, there are times when we're inside the lines, you know, it just works, we do it right, everything's right, you know, everything's limited, you know, you do what you have to do, and life just fits, and in the lines, perfect. You know, perfect. Then there are times when we just go way well, there are times when we go below the line in situations and people who just mm, break boundaries that shouldn't be broken, let's say. They sort of disappoint themselves, let's say, and others. And there's a need for chuva, and that's the note, like the kuf, that's the first word of klipa, etc. Just things go into a domain that really... Um, 
you know, is not the greatest. And then there are the letters and there's us. When we go above the line, we just go way above even the letter of the law. We have total mysterious nefesh and self-sacrifice. Those are the three kinds, the three ways we can be. So it's interesting. The name Aaron, you have an Aleph, that's in the lines, the hey, that's in the lines, the Rach is in the lines, and then you have the one that goes below the line. So Aaron, you're talking about two different ways. We're saying Aaron in himself is way above the line. His whole energy is he creates, he brings out in us a unity that is above something that normally you could do, that you could do normally, and above something that kind of makes sense. And he somehow creates it. And what he brought, the clouds of glory, they're sort of up there. Clouds are not on the ground, they're up there, above the line. And it's interesting, though, that he has that last letter of his name, the nun that goes below the line. Because he uniquely has the chaos to put them all together. The ones in the line, above the line, and above the line. And below the line. So Aaron Akayan, what is he known for uniquely? Yerchus Kainim. Mitzvah Ase Minataira. That that the Kahanim should bench us. Actually, every day in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzah Eretz and Yomim Taivim, Birchus Kainim. What is Birchus Kainim? It's a bracha mishuleshes. It's a bracha that enables when a bracha is coming down to you, and it has to stop many, many times to judge whether you deserve the bracha. Birchus Kainim takes all the judgments out of the way, the express, the express elevator. The bracha comes from top all the way down to bottom so you get it. You get the bracha. Without all the judgments along the way that can stop it so that there's not much left when it comes to the bottom. Just the express elevator. Berchus Kainim brings the bracha all the way down for you. And Berchus Kainim has the maila of a bracha and a tefillah. The maila of a bracha that it comes from above down to you. And the Milo Tefillah that it reaches up. And the reason it can do that is it's because it's beyond the divisions of upper and lower and lower and upper, lower and higher. It's very high energy. And that's who he is. And it's like uh, it's the third level. And Berchus Kainim is the Bracha Meshulesha. Yevarecha Hashem B'Yishmerecha three parts. And one other thing we want to say. How old was Aaron? So Aaron ben Shalosh the Esrim Amea Shana the Maisa Bahar He was three and twenty and a hundred. A hundred and twenty-three. He reached a hundred and twenty. Completion. Boom. You're there. Those were the years of Maisha Benu. A hundred and twenty. We always use that prophet. You should live till a hundred and twenty. 120 is a completion. Maishu Benu said, it's the completion of today I've reached fulfillment. And Aaron went three more years after that. What is this number three? What is the three that after you've reached completion, where do you go from there? What does three add to completion? Complete is complete. 
So the three hints at the Avaita of putting together of the, thir- the third level. A bracha comes from above. It's not necessarily something you earned. It just, it's a gift from above. On the other, that's one. Two is you reach up and you work for your brachas and you ask Hashem for help. That's two. And three is putting, the, putting those two together. So what does it have to do with the day? Rosh of, Menachem of, when he, when he passed away. It's the fifth month, Chaydesh HaChamishi, which is connected to the fifth level, Darga Chamishi Shalaman Mishchalkis. What is this fifth level? It's called Chamishi Slaparo. Paro is an interesting kind of a guy. Paro is the apex of the opposition of holiness, real klipa, but in his source, the highest revelation of life. So the fifth is really talking about, we spoke yesterday about the third and fourth, the fifth is a revelation that's very high. On that level, amazing things can happen. Because the fifth, it's, it's above all the regular sta- stable things. It's very high. Now, when you're talking about Echad L'Chaydash, the first day of this fifth, fifth month, you're talking about the unity, the oneness that can come from stepping into that place. Imagine incredible light of a very high frequency, but it's in a wild, disorderly way. That's the source of Paro. The fifth, the, it says Hamishas Lepara. It's the level of Geula. There's a lot of stuff going on in that level. But imagine that in that level is also available incredible unity. Imagine if that powerful, powerful level, if we all tap into it together, well, then we've revolutionized the world. Then we have a force that nobody and nothing can stand up to. So the fact that the Tigris speaks about the passing of, of Aranaka and his Stalkus when he completes his Avaita, that it was specifically the first day of the fifth month, what is it telling us? That his whole life, his whole Avaita, what he achieved was the unity above any above division. It's a unity in a from a place where you can't be divided. You can't you can't not get along. You can't not unify. Um and all of this And all of this really is a preparation, this very lofty level where we all are one unit, but but it's a, a level of power. It's a preparation for this unity of Anila Daidi, Vadaidi on the way into Elo and preparing for a new year. So let's just finish and say what what are what is the Hayra of what we're here to do from this Sikha? So it's Shabbos Chazak, this Shabbos, the fourth Sefer. We begin the fifth Sefer, and especially we're in the fifth month, and therefore we're in the month of month of Geula, not just the third Geula, but also the fourth, and then comes the fifth, so to speak, the Geula, the fifth Geula, the fifth, not, not, the fifth Geula in that it's on that level. And what we're asked to do is step, step into the shoes of and walk in the ways of Aaron Akayim. 
Through this, we reveal the Nakud of Achsus above division. And that's why it says Havei. Havei means it's a command. It's not just a story. Um, be like, and also I'm giving you the ability to be like. So Hashem is saying, do it, and I'm, I'm empowering you to do it. Do what? Be like the, be among the students of Aaron. Students, plural. Many students. What we should do is make an effort to create many students to go in this way, to bring down that very high level for everybody. And not only that, and here's a little bit of a revolution here. What does Avas Yisrael have to do with the Gula of the future? Well, officially we know that the Gullus, the destruction of the base of Migdash was for, because of Sinus Sinum. Unbounded hatred. So what we need to do is have unbounded love to turn it around. But there's another reason. Because we've completed so much in Gullus, and we've completed the 42 journeys in the Midbar of the Nations, and we're already standing al Yardin Yerichai, and therefore, why are we having Abbas Yisrael increasing in Achsis Yisrael and Abbas Yisrael now to undo the reason for the Gullus? No, did that one already. Been there, done that. Because here the words are of the Rebbe, Bevadeh Shekvar Nistachna Sibas Surely after everything we did, we have finished that Avaida of taking, of, of undoing, of doing enough to fix Duchuva on the reason for Gullus. So why are we having Abbas Yisrael now? And why are we having Achsis Yisrael now? Why are we being empowered through Aaron Akayin and by, by Aaron Akayin to have this Abbas Yisrael? Why is it important now? Hadgasha, the Abbas Yisrael, he, the Tarti'ima, the Adlas Chala, the Agula Mitzvah Shleima, Akshura, in the Kudus, the Achsis Shalemayim the emphasis on Avis Yisrael is as a taste, not as a tikkun anymore, as a taste of the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, which is connected with the level of, of Achsus, which is above division. So in order to taste Geula, in Geula we will be one unit. We won't experience our separateness, or when we do, it will be at the same time as experiencing our unity will be a frequency that's hard to imagine now, but we can step into it now by having that Avis Yisrael and Achdus Yisrael. The way we do it is by stepping into that. Whether we have full cognition about how Geulazik it is or not, just doing it enables us to step into that space. Be- what enables us to be in that space of Achdus Yisrael and Avis Yisrael? The level of Yechida. And the spark of Mashiach in every single yid, which is the spark of the Yechida, called the spark, of, the spark of Mashiach. So, and let's end with one little Mishnah in Pirkei Abbas. Rabbi Shimon Aymer, Hadezar Bekriyash Mashal Fila. So, Rabbi Yochanim ben Zakkai had five Talmidim, and one of them was Rabbi Shimon. 
What does he emphasize, Rabbi Shimon? Well, here it says, what is, what is, what is Rabbi Shimon emphasizing? Be careful with Krishma and Sila. Wait a minute. Rabbi Shimon, his whole Indian was Tyra, learning Tyra. And here he's saying, be very careful with Krishma. Tyra was his occupation. It was his full-time everything. But Well, let's say this. When we say Krishna, we're talking about, not only talking about the unity of Hashem with all things and with us, we're opening up the channels for the unity of ourselves with Hashem with everything. That kind of unity. Of course we want to be careful in it. We're not just paying respects to Hashem by being careful with Krishna. Shine it up. Make it luminous. Make the luminosity of that unity. Krishma. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekinu Hashem Make it shine in the entire world. Make the world shine like that sapphire. Make the world shine with one theme and one theme alone. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekinu Hashem That is entirely possible. And Aaron is giving us this possibility. One of the hayras of the Bhavacharada is that in the nine days to make siyum and make a siyum every day or participate in a siyum, not to eat meat, but to create a siyum for the whole gullus. Through going into Tyrant Creek and doing a siyum every day, it literally, it, it, first of all, it brings everyone together, but second, the most important thing, it brings a siyum to Gaulus. And so Yehi Rasam, that with bringing, in this moment, in this moment of the possibility of bringing tremendous peace to the world, Hashem should reach down and we should reach up to Him and create that peace that is possible now. And through that peace, find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema on this Rosh Chaydish Av so that we shouldn't have to, but so that this year Tisha B'Av should already be the Yantas of Gula Mitzvah Shlema now. Wishing everybody a good Shabbos.